Welcome to episode two. I just really wanted to say it <laughs> of the Jamie and Holly show. Oh my gosh. Is this the Jamie and Holly show? I, dude, uh, so your husband made our little logo and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. We, we need to talk people, about that. Yeah. So those are our Barbies. So, um, man, they're so crazy looking too, because they look so much like us in a well, weird way. And someone brought us these Barbies. Like I can't, I like, it, like it was someone, I mean, I don't want to get into who, but like it was somebody <laughs> who like loved us and they gave it to us as a gift. And it was like a whole thing. And it was like, and I remember they were so scared to give them to us because they did look so much like us. I know. And it, it was such a sweet gift. But the funny thing is, and um, I can't wait till we get our, um, our TikTok channel up, which just wait, y'all. It's going to oh be amazing. Gosh. I'm so excited about the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> because we also have, we have a, a doll that looks so much like Jamie's husband that it's you could weird. pick him out of a lineup from it. And yeah. it's no joke. It's spooky. And the and the doll that's me is also very me too. Yeah. So I remember like when they found these dolls and we were all like, this is the weirdest thing ever. But we don't have a Greg doll. So I was thinking we should just get a dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> like or just something like really weird. Like just make I think him a that might work. Rex. Yeah. Well, now we cut. Now that you told the story um, in the first episode about the tortoise, I feel like Panda needs to be a tortoise now. <laughs> Panda should be a tortoise. But see, I think it was funny because we mentioned making our dogs like part of this um, stuff. I actually think I own my dog in Barbie form somewhere. <gasps> like someone has given it to me. So yeah. I need to try to find that. Um, because my daughter, like when she was little, she loved Barbie. So I think I have my dog in Barbie. She was like, mom, don't you remember? Cause he had pee pee pads and he was a little oh, pee pee poo poo so doggy. Yeah. Except that part was weird. Cause he, they actually came with little poops. That is so gross. I can't even like say a next sentence. <laughs> it was the strangest <laughs> thing ever. Like that, like, and like, so the way the little pee pee pads work is if you drip water on them. They show it shows up yellow and it's the grossest, but also awesomest thing ever. Okay. So maybe there's a little too much reality in life right now. <laughs> I mean, and I remember, I remember like the moment of like seeing that and I'm thinking, I don't know why my child needs to know about tiny dog poops. I don't like, like well, not today. Like, well, there's always like the joke about like the stepping on the Legos and the Barbie um, high heels. Well, okay. It's a whole different la level to be stepping on Barbie poop. <laughs> Right. And like, dude, dude, you don't even know because like, yeah, I know Legos are tiny, but you know what's tinier is um My Little Pony male. They get, so the little My Little Ponies have tiny My Little Ponies. Right. And those little ponies have tiny mailboxes and they get <laughs> mail in these tiny mailboxes. And like, and your daughter knows like all 12 letters that she's got that she wants to put in these mailbox. And she's like, where is Applejack's letter from um, a cutie pie or whatever? And you're like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're like, in the playroom? Yeah, are you <laughs> kidding me? It's less, it's that, it's millimeters. First off, it's a piece of thin cardboard. It's probably <laughs> less than a half a centimeter long. Like, who made this? And like, how did they get this and put this into this toy? And how did my kids still have that two years later? I mean, I don't even know because she couldn't find her shoes for that we bought yesterday. So, like, 
you're like, you're like, you can't find a shirt to wear, but we're yeah. supposed to locate one of 12 letters that my little pony said. That reminds me of the best story ever. Okay. So you know how I, they may not know this, but I love to make big giant boats. It's like one of my favorite things ever. I randomly am really good at making like big cheer bows. And well, so just my- go to YouTube and say big cheer bow and you'll end up on Jamie's YouTube channel. Yeah, that is true. It's like how my YouTube channel got started. Yeah, it was big cheer bows. So when my daughter was little, she was probably four. She was on like a cheer squad because we live in Texas. And so that's a thing. And um, and also it's just very much my kid. But um, so she was like on this little cheer squad and she was like one of the little like cuties on the squad or whatever. And so I was like, I thought I was being the best mom. I've had the best bow in her hair and I had her all dressed up and we're like ready to go to cheer. Right. And I had to like the cutest little bow. I had done her hair. So cute. She was like ready for a cheer day, cute little shoes, perfect little matching shirt, like everything. She was sparkles and glitter and looking amazing. And I go to get her out of her like b- booster seat, car seat thing, you know, and I go to pick her up and I look and I'm like, where are your shorts? And she's like, I didn't, I, they're at home. <laughs> what i was like what's your plan and she's like i don't know like like, what do you mean you don't know and she's like i don't i'm not wearing shorts today so now i'm gonna figure out how to get my kid inside this place is 25 minutes from my house she's completely shortless there are no shorts in my car of course and i've got to like buy some shorts i don't know like at at walmart or like (laughs) no at the cheer event oh no i gotta get i gotta get some Something besides that's like, you're gonna be that's panties. like forty nine dollars. Um, oh, <laughs> I've never spent more on a pair of tiny spandex shorts. And mind you, these aren't much bigger than their little underwears are anyway, because they're right. tiny little cheer shorts. But I, I think it, I think it was forty nine dollars. I truly oh, think I bought God. this. I remember paying for. I would have paid a hundred and forty nine. I didn't right. care because my kid was wearing Care Bear panties, and I'm like. So that she's going to kill me. I'm not supposed to tell the stories of this sort of thing. Well, I, just, I, I feel like so she's not in that. the podcast generation. Yeah, so we're probably safe. We're probably good. <laughs> but I remember her just getting out like she was just going to get out of the car. I'm like, you're in your panties. You can't get out of the car. And she's like, well, why do you say that at home? <laughs> <laughs> so I say she's not in the podcast generation. But um, my 17 my year old the other day was talking about something. I'm like, where did you learn that? He's like, Joe Rogan. <laughs> And you're like, what? And I'm like, oh, I listen to him too. <laughs> Dude, so that's probably the fact that my daughter and I are both into TikTok is the weirdest thing ever. Because yeah, that is we weird. See, we see two different sides of TikTok, of course, you know. But like if something's really big on TikTok, we both know about it. Right. Like, we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know about that. Oh, yeah. I know about that. Like, and it's like totally crazy. And like, because that's probably the only thing that like I'm still cool enough right. to do is like, <laughs> Like, I have more TikTok followers than most of her friends. So I'm feeling pretty good about that, you know? Like, I was going to say, I feel like that, I mean, I would just have a t-shirt made that I'd wear all the time. I have more TikTok followers than you do. (laughs) Yeah. Like, just FYI, I'm cooler. I'm TikTok famous. That's what it's actually called, by the way. If you're, if you're, if you have followers on TikTok, you're TikTok famous. You're not, you don't have a lot of followers. Like, you can't be Facebook famous or whatever. 
But if you're on TikTok and you have a lot of followers, you're TikTok famous. Well, so. and I just remember like, because of course we've been bloggers for, I mean, our kids know no other thing. We've always been right. bloggers. It's always that, been a part always of Always that way. So there's just been a lot of eye rolling since birth um, yes. among my children about being a blogger until one day. When um, there was several boys in the back of my car, I have three boys, so it's always boys. Mm -hmm. um, and they were they were like talking about their Instagram um, stuff and and looking up different things. I said, "Oh, look at my, up mine," because I was driving them around, and they were like, "Oh my goodness, Mrs. Homer, you have so many followers!" And I was You're like, "Verified, oh. yeah." <laughs> like that was one of the best days of my entire life <laughs> oh it makes me feel like really good when they realize how many followers i have or when have you had them ask you yet for a shout out if you ever want to no. feel cool if you ever want to feel cool have a that's when like a high schooler asks you for a shout out and you're like yeah, i got you see that just you. doesn't happen on facebook yeah you know that's like um, I, I you know but facebook's Facebook is like our home. That's it was like I mean yeah we started on Twitter but we just like we just learned on Twitter. Facebook yeah. is where we flourished and became the social media people that we are today. You know like it's it's the it's, it's how where we grew up. That's where we grew <laughs> as social medias. Yes, it's it's our it's our social media home. But I'm I, I'm telling you I, I like I, I never got into Snapchat. Because I don't know, I think it's an offensive place, but <laughs> I do love TikTok, but Instagram, I don't think I was ever pretty enough. <laughs> well, and I mean, I mean, you've been instrumental in the, in the one, you know, well, the several accounts that we've grown, we've grown over there. Yeah. But it is, it is funny because you do have like, I don't know, we're just not, we're not Barbie we're, enough to be I over there. Instagramable. <laughs> I don't. And not in like a bad way. I just don't think that we lead Instagram lives. I just don't well, think we do. Okay. So I, I have another theory. <laughs> okay. That. That's probably better than this one. Yeah. Mine's really it's, down on me. Yeah. Is that, um, well, so like we were on the early edge of, of kind of social media and blogging and blogging about products and stuff like that. Right. And so, you know, we had early sponsors before sponsors really knew what they were doing and, or before we knew what we were doing. Right. Oh, and that's right. When you made toast in the car. Yes. I made toast in the car for Holly Chevy. Holly plugged her toast into her toaster into the Chevrolet one time. It's actually probably one of the best things Chevy has ever done, except for the time you put how many soda, soda cans oh into your gosh. truck. It was like, I filled an entire trunk with soda cans. Yes. <laughs> for in the Chevy Malibu, who knew it was that big? Who knew? That's what we were telling people. Yeah. This is not sponsored by Chevy, but yeah, yeah, no, but, um, but Chevy was one of the first companies that really took a chance on bloggers, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, it was cool. And then what happened is that, you know, several years passed and we worked with different sponsorships and we went on vacations and we did fun things. And then you realize that if you post about it, it's work. It's no longer it's yours. work. It's no, it's, it's not work. a vacation. So then I got really like greedy about my moments. Right. And like, if, so then I was taking pictures on my phone that like, if I put them on social media, it ruined the moment for me. Yes. Like, okay. So today, so that actually, today that actually happened to me. 
So today, uh, we speaking of Chevy, we've always worked with the Texas State Fair because uh, cars are big there and Chevy is really big there. Yeah. So we've always been invited to the State Fair. Well, I went today and I wasn't invited. There's a drive through State Fair because of the COVID situation. So oh my gosh, I need to hear way more about this. Keep going. <laughs> okay, first off, it was awesome. But really? I took so many pictures of this thing. And then yeah. I was like, I haven't posted it yet because I always have to post about the State Fair because I'm, it's always something that's sponsored. And I was like, no, this was just my family eating in the car, our turkey legs and our sausages. And it was awesome. <laughs> and so, so I haven't even posted anything. But, the okay, so what you do is you like go online and you buy your ticket before you ever get there. Okay. It's only up on the weekends. And it's literally the best way to experience the state fair in the history of time. Because all I totally do, believe this because I want to shoot myself at the state fair. That's I, I that's the quote from this one. I want to shoot myself at the state fair. <laughs> I fully embrace that feel. Because okay, you you go online, you then stay in your car the entire time. You just drive past the food <gasps> and they just hand it to you in a bag. And like what? you have, they, when you get there, they scan about all your stuff. Like, okay, I, we pre-ordered turkey legs. <gasps> you pre-order uh, your fried food, yes. your turkey legs, your fried Oreos, your cotton candy, everything okay, so that you would normally get. I need to just stop everything and mention finally technology is helping us. Finally, <laughs> like this is, this is the moment because oh literally they scan in what you order. They stick on your front dash, like what you're getting. <gasps> and you drive through the whole state fair. Like you <gasps> drive down the part where there's all the food. You drive down the midway. You drive all around the state fair. And they have like little booths and stuff set up for you to look at and be like, oh, that's really cool. And everything while you're driving in your car with your family. And it's nice and air conditioned. And right. Then, then at the end, you just stop and you eat all the crap that they gave you. <laughs> Because, by the way, if anyone has not been to the State Fair of Texas, which it's is just, just an event, fried foods. yeah, it's well, it's the what do they call it? The fried food capital of the world. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> it's where the fried Twinkie began. Okay, so what what fried foods did you have today? Okay, I'm not feeling great, but I was I was just going to leave that out. But go yeah. ahead. So it starts with French fries because the okay. State Fair French fries are like iconic, and then you go and you and we got like. Sausage on a stick and turkey legs. And then we got um, corn dogs. And then mm -hmm. we got fried Oreos, cotton mm. candy, kettle was it corn. Was it real cotton candy or fried cotton candy? This one was real cotton candy. Okay. And the big That's much things, better, by the way, if you're ever, if anyone's fried questioning that. Fried not good, by the way. No, it's awful. Because <laughs> it's like, it's just sugar inside of a ball. But that sounds good, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's just a sugary dough ball, but that's not, but not in a donut way. Like, and so, yeah. And then you like, and then even in the end, you like play a midway game from your car and they just, <gasps> but you're guaranteed a prize. So your what? kid gets, they hand your kid a prize from the midway game that you did not have to lug around the state fair. You just put it in the car. Okay. But did you get to see tiny Tim, the world's smallest horse? Oh my gosh, you're going to take him home, but don't yeah. do that. And put it in your you pocket. Everybody here, I actually, as we were leaving, I told my husband, I said, I'm really sad because I, I got to do everything but see Tiny Tim, the world's smallest horse. I actually have seen Tiny Tina, Tiny Tim's mother. 
<laughs> and by the way, Tiny Tina and Tiny Tim, I mean, Not I hate that to- tiny. They're super big. They're like really big. Like you think they could have gotten a smaller horse for the world's like, smallest horse. Like, I feel like I've seen smaller horses in the wild. Yes. Like, well, not like in the wild. Cause I don't know that I've seen a lot of wild horses, but like on a pasture. Okay. Yeah. I, by in the wild, I mean by like a neighbor's pasture. Yeah, like in the, in the world, like in the, yeah. in, in the area. Yeah. Like they could have literally Googled smaller horses than Tiny Tim and gone and bought one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, I remember like, and they make you look like when you go to see Tiny Tim, he's like down in this pit, which makes yes. you feel like just crap, by the way, because this horse is like down in a horse in a pit because he's supposed to look smaller because you're looking down on him and that makes him seem smaller, but it doesn't. There's no illusion there. And the weird thing is, is they built the like container for Tiny Tim about his size Right. And it and it kind of emphasizes emphasizes the fact that he's a pretty large horse. Yeah, I just like is he just a horse? Like that's what I, I want to know. Like, did you guys just this? He could just be Tiny Tim the horse. I'd probably still pay seven tickets to see him, but he's just a horse. I mean, you have to pay. I mean, you can't go to the Texas State Fair and not pay seven tickets to see Tiny no, Tim the like world's smallest horse. By the way, I think the tickets are a dollar a piece. So yeah, we're paying like almost a 10 spot to see a tiny horse that's actually just a horse. <laughs> Which is actually larger than the horses that are in the pasture just on the way to the state fair. <laughs> the other greatest part of the state fair, though, is um, that, that, I, that I was sad about is no pig races. Mm. And I love the pig races. But see, I think there's a way that they can make this drive through state fair work so that we never have to get out of our cars at the state fair again. And we still get to see the pig races and Tiny Tim. I think it's just a moment of pause. Well, and I will, I embrace where you're going with this because one of the problems with the state fair and well, first of all, one of the first problems with the state fair is that you have to take small children. Yes. And then the parking for the state fair is about 3.4 miles from the actual it's state fair. Awful. And, there's and then like an once you get to the to state there. fair, yeah. there is no pair of tennis shoes comfortable enough for you to walk the what you need to do in the state fair pushing a stroller. And it's, and it's awful. It's it's like I don't know why, but like the month of October is beautiful in Texas unless you're at the state fair. Because it's like 115 degrees and there's hay everywhere. Or it's 11 degrees and there's hay. Like there's whatever day you've chosen to go to the state fair, it's not one of those beautiful October days. No, I, you know, I always have these, um, the other thing that Texans do, which is absolutely ridiculous in October is they go to pumpkin patches and you think, oh, pumpkin patches. Oh, that's so cool. Like they grow pumpkins. No, no, it's a really large patch of grass that they lined up pumpkins that they delivered in a semi that we before. And we're before. talking hundreds, of th- maybe like a thousands of pumpkins. It's thousands of pumpkins, of pumpkins. And thousands of other moms with strollers and fancy DSLR cameras. <laughs> yes. We and are literally trying not to get our cameras dirty in a field. And BTW, like they, like it's so hot, you could die. It's like 100 degrees, but we need to get these pictures of our children and pumpkins, and they can't be wearing shorts and a tank top for this photo. No. So, so they're wearing their little, my daughter's wearing her little knee high boots and her little tutu. 
and like in her, in her scarf. Like, right. Or their season. or their Halloween costume, which is sixteen layers deep. Right. <laughs> right. It's literally like, and then and 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 I and when you think about the pumpkin patch, the whole point of the pumpkin patch is just to take pictures with pumpkins. Right. Like that's all you do is you walk around to the different places and take pictures. And then you're like, wait, this place is the most boring place on the planet. It's awful. And then the other thing that you you think about, oh, there's probably like flies and that kind of stuff because it's a pumpkin patch and you're outside. But no, the, what is worse than crazy that. is the bees. So many bees. <laughs> Why are there so is it are they attracted to the pumpkins? No, I think you know what it is? I think because they sell the soda and they sell the snow clo- cones. And I so think they're attracted sugar. to those. There's so much sugar at the pumpkin patch. There's so patch. much sugar and cotton candy. Dude, I'm telling you, this sounds fun, but guys, it's terrible. I remember like when we outgrew the pumpkin patch and then like my daughter wanted to go back ironically. And I was like, cool, I'll drop you off. Like, yeah, I have a a non-ironic friend who makes me go all the time. And I'm like, Melissa, our children are teenagers. None of us want to go. And she still makes us go. She's like, oh, no. And wait, there's like a hayride in our pumpkin patch. Yes. And then like. The, there's a fume coming off the tractor in that hayride that I think is maybe like the only reason to go to the pumpkin patch is that contact high you're going to get from the tractor. <laughs> okay, but there was for a, a small like window of Are art, you going to talk about what I think you're going to talk about? I'm going to totally talk okay, about the guys. best pumpkin patch in the entire world is in between your house and my house and it had a train. And it, it was, was amazing. only here for a moment. It was, yeah, it was a couple years. And I mean, the train, it was like a miniature railroad that some guy, some rich guy had just bought a bunch of land and put it out there because he just wanted, and what was that? I mean, it was at least like a, a mile track, maybe two mile track. And it, it was, was amazing. It was the best thing ever. And then it was gone. I was like, what happened to this pumpkin patch? Because, and where did this train come from? Because it was the best thing that I had ever done. It was it was superior to all other pumpkin patches <laughs> in so every way. It was so much better. It yeah. was like not even a contest. It wasn't even fair to the other pumpkin patches. <laughs> and it was the most, and, and it was like, and, and only few, but very few people know about it and very few people ever attended it because it was just this fleeting moment in pumpkin patch time. It and was so amazing. I don't so know why it existed, but it was greatness. And like, they didn't have bees at that pumpkin patch. No, they didn't. Well, everything was perfect at that pumpkin patch. But what I always wanted to do is buy that land and that pumpkin patch. And wouldn't that be the most amazing place for weddings? Because then you could oh. get on the wedding train. You get all aboard the wedding train. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. And it could you take remember- you to this like white chapel where you could get married and then cop back on the train. Wouldn't that this be amazing? This has to happen. This is our new plan. So when we make a million dollars with our podcast, we're going to buy the land and we're going to buy the tiny trip. Okay. And asterisk, we might need more than a million dollars to buy this land. Yeah. When I say a million, I do mean four million. Because um, the train alone probably costs a million dollars. Um, okay. So cool. I'm going to stop and make a call to action because now we really need this podcast to make money. So please Go review this podcast and don't oh, just you leave guys stars. Have to review us, like, and but please, please say, put like really we, nice things, and you, they don't even have to be true. You can say like is weirdly obsessed with pumpkin patches. You can say that part. We'll yeah. understand. 
You can say yeah. anything, but we need this because if we get like a whole bunch, like hundreds of uh, reviews, then they just show our podcast to more people. It's so crazy <laughs> to even think about. Speaking of pumpkins, though, what is your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, that's so easy. And it's such a controversy at my house. It's mounds. Really? Yes. Mine is the Mine is the like mellow cream pumpkin. Like, oh, I do like that. They're so good. And you can only get them once a year. And like, but you can't eat more than like four of, the, four of them without feeling disgusting. Which, well, and I'm a huge fan of candy corn as well, which is kind of controversial as well. I also love candy corn, but it's, you can't eat a whole bag of candy. No, candy corn is actually now, because I've been kind of off sugar for a while, is yeah. like, one or two can like put you into a coma. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been eating less sugar too. And like I had a birthday cake the other day. Are we just handing that much frosting to children? Do we need to talk <laughs> about this, guys? Because I had that and I was like, I I can feel my hair right now on its end. Saying the way my each each individual piece of hair, I can feel that after having eaten this piece of birthday cake. Yeah. So this is funny because, and I do want to explore this with you because I had no idea that you were cutting back on sugar. So about maybe 10 months ago, one of my friends on Facebook said, I quit sugar for a week. And I was like, I was one of those commenters that said, are you freaking kidding me? I could never do that. Right. <laughs> and then I tried it and oh my gosh, do you know how much better you feel when you don't eat sugar? <laughs> also, I think sugar may be disgusting. And like, we probably are turning some people off right now. So like, now's yeah. not the time to go write our podcast. Or like right. another time would be a time to go write our podcast. But like, sugar is actually kind of gross. Like, especially soda sugar. Like, if, yeah. you don't, if you don't drink it enough and you like take a big swig of like a Dr. Pepper... Like today I had a big red and a lot of cotton candy and an Oreo, <laughs> like legitimately, like I, it, the way the, it makes your mouth feel like it's growing fur. <laughs> so maybe this was not the best day to like talk about sugar after you went to the state fair because right. I totally, like I am of the entire um, philosophy that if you're going to go off sugar, that doesn't mean you never eat sugar again. It just means you save up your sugar points for what you really want to eat. Which is what I agree with. And that's why like, so we have a weird, we have a weird time in October where it's my husband's birthday, my birthday and our anniversary. And they mm -hmm. all happen within a span of like 10 days. Right. Um, and, and we did that on purpose because it's like our anniversaries in between our two birthdays. But it's like, it's a pretty intense time for us. Um, junk food wise. Yeah. I'm just going to say that like the between birthday cakes and like, oh, so we rented out a movie theater. That's what we did for our anniversary this weekend. Oh, fun. That's yes. amazing. It was actually super cool. And I now never want to see movies another way again. Let me just be honest. <laughs> so what movie did you see? We saw six movies. So what? Yeah. Oh so my we, gosh. Now I need this story too. Yeah. So we saw like Hocus Pocus and then some other old movie that I can't actually remember because I got a little <laughs> bit bored of that one. And then we saw like New Mutants, Tenet, which was awful, but apparently it was really good. But then we saw Broken Tenet? Heart. You didn't like Tenet? No, but I think we were done with movies by then. Okay. Because I, I really like Tenet. I thought, was, I mean... It's weird. You have questions when you leave, but so it was yeah. the last movie we watched in this series. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. 
So that makes we sense. also saw um, War with Grandpa, which was a really cute kid, kid movie. Uh-huh. But we also saw Broken Hearts Club. It was so good. Oh, I haven't seen that. It was like, like, I'm going to cry thinking about it because it was just so, like, genuinely adorable rom-com. Yeah. And I love, like, a good, like, just feel-good rom-com. And this was, this was totally that. And so, but we, it was fun. We literally did a whole mo- day of movies, like, snacks, So everything. did you go by yourselves? Yeah. So we went in, like, we, like, and my daughter came with us for yeah. some of the movies. We went in, like, through the side door. They opened up the side door. Our snacks were already in the theater for us. And we just, like, went in up the side door into our movie theater. The whole theater was ours for the whole day. We literally, like, stretched out across the best row. You know, the best row in the theater. Yeah, absolutely. We stretched out across that row. It was so cool. It was, like, perfect. That's amazing. I'm so glad you guys did that. That's super yeah. fun. So, but it, it's it's been an intense junk food time for us. So <laughs> I just want to say because you sat in a theater for six movies. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of movies. So, but and then we and then today and then today we went to the state fair. So you know it's been what it has been. But I do agree with you on the sugar. It's weird after you haven't had it for a while. It's kind of crazy, and you know, like. I mean, I am a carb addict, like, because I was raised vegetarian. So like, I never really embrace proteins ever. And so I just live on carbs. So when you're like, I actually think you could live off potatoes. I probably could. I love a good potato. (laughs) She does. It's true. (laughs) But so when you're like, oh, we're going to remove like and I kind of went like did the whole like refined stuff, like mm-hmm. leaving off refined um, stuff, including sugar. That's like 98% of what you used to eat. And I thought that was super frightening. And it actually was quite a lot easier than I ever expected. It was kind of funny. Well, and like something happens to us when we get a little bit older where like uh, yeah. we can't eat a whole hamburger and not feel a little bit crap. Yeah. Like, like that's just how I think food works as you get older. And that's and that's why you have to be like, okay, maybe we need to like back it up a little bit on the sugar train, you know, because right. it's totally like a whole different world if you just like pause on on that and just eat a little bit less of it. So right. Well, and I mean, like I still cheat and and like yeah, I love totally. a good pastry or something like that. And so I'm totally like save up my, you know, cut and it's not like I'm counting calories or anything like that. It's just that Whenever I have a choice and when I, like what I buy for my own home has a lot less sugar than anything else. But um, which is one of the things that I had on my list to talk about was that um, now I'm super judgy when the kids bring in stuff. So one of my kids brought in the Pop-Tarts Fruit Loop edition lately. And I was like, there is not one calorie in that that is of redeeming food value. But you love pop tarts, so that I do was love pop tarts for you. Yeah, <laughs> but I couldn't like I couldn't even think about eating them. Like, oh my gosh, that's like not even like actual food anymore. And isn't to me. it weird to think like, how did you even get from loving pop tarts to being like, I'm never gonna put another pop tart in my mouth as long as I shall. Like, yeah, and I, I still think like I might be able to do like a fruit flavor pop tart because that is like the true pop tart, right? <laughs> but I, when you take pop tarts and then add Fruit Loops to it, um, come on, people, are there Fruit just, Loops like on top of the pop tart? I don't even know. Like, but yeah, I think there are Fruit Loops on top, but like, so I think it's like Fruit Loop flavors inside. <laughs> 
what even are the flavors of fruit? Oh, they're real <laughs> dusty tasting. I was going to say, and I love a good, fr- I used to love a good Fruit Loop, but I can't imagine even like pull- pouring a bowl of cereal right now. I just can't I even imagine you, I have to tell you about this new oven that I just got called the Tobola, T-O-V-O-L-A. It's like a, it's a, so it's a, it's an oven, like a, like a toaster oven, right? Mm-hmm. But they deliver the food to you. You get the food delivered and it's kind of, it's like, it's more expensive than if you made it yourself, but less expensive right. than if you went out to eat it. Um. They deliver the food to you like in these little trays and stuff and you cook it in the tovola and it comes out and, and it's like, it's like proportion for one person. So okay. these, this doesn't necessarily work for like dinner, we discovered, but right. it's great for like lunches and stuff like that when we're all at home, especially because like my daughter's at home or school's not in full, you right. know, and everything like that. And so it's, so what's so crazy about these is so like, it's, it'll be like, it's a raw chicken and like uncooked vegetables. And you, ah. and you like put it in. And so it's not like you're reheating, like you're not doing like reheated food. You're yeah. actually cooking the food from raw, but like they literally give you like a tiny piece, a tiny thing of cheese and a little bit of like some different things like that. Right. And you toss it in and you put it in this oven and it's got like a steam setting and stuff. And all you do, so it comes in this little box, the food, like the meal does. Mm-hmm. You turn over like the little recipe sheet um, and then you scan a barcode. And then the barcode tells Tovala, I call mine Tovi, how long to cook the food for. And then, so you don't do anything. You just like, you just like might have to like sprinkle some cheese on some chicken or something. Right. Or like I had to put like some marinara sauce on a chicken or something. And I put it in the, in the, in the oven. I do the barcode and then I hit start and it <sighs> just does it. And it, and, and then it tells you when it's ready on your phone and everything. So this is the second time in this one episode where I'm like, finally, technology is helping us. Yes. <laughs> so th- I'm telling you, this is uh, this is probably one of my favorite things I've ever done because I, I I'm not a big I'm, I'm not a big cook. Like I don't cook a lot. Yeah. This and it's a lot of chicken. Like it's not a lot of beef. Right. Um, there's a little bit of beef. And so far, all the beef has been like kind of like that pre-cooked beef a little bit. Then yeah. you like warm up in, in the oven and it's, and that's been fine. It's been good, but the chicken is where it's at. And it's just like a really great way to eat chicken in a lot of different ways. Hmm. And, and so that's, you know, sometimes it'll be like rosemary chicken with asparagus or something like that. And like, that's something that is totally fine for my kid to eat in the middle of the day as a meal. So much better than like an uncrustable, like, you know, right. Or, or you guys like, you know, running through a drive through or something yes. like that. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's been, and we are really impressed with it. Like I think about like you and I used to do a live show every night and then we would come home and be exhausted. I right. wish I had had this little tovola just to cook myself like a delicious warm chicken meal as opposed to driving through the drive through at McDonald's at the end of the night. Yeah. And I, you know, um, for a while we like, we would have dinner brought into us and stuff like that because we were like, we were literally filming three hours a day. It was Um, crazy. It was crazy. And, and that was one of the things that really helped out. But the only way we could do that is with restaurant food. And, and I think back and while it's delicious, it's not necessarily probably what made us feel super good. Right. Because it was, and it was so much food too. I remember like, you know, yeah, it's just, it's too much food. And and that's the the nicest part. That's like the secret to Tovala. I think that we, my husband and I both immediately noticed 
is that it's enough food that you feel full, but it's never so much food that you feel super over full. Like it, the portion sizes is appropriate are so, are so much more appropriate, but not yeah. in a way that you feel like you got cheaped out on. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting that because I've been like retargeted on those ads because I've clicked on them several times because um, uh-huh. it does fascinate me. But what happened to me is right before the pandemic started, I started doing um, the purple carrot, which is the vegan meal boxes. Uh-huh. And um, and I was doing the ones just for two because like no one on my else in my family like claims that they want vegan food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, when the pandemic hit, hit, I flipped it over to four because like everybody was home and like they would eat anything because right. <laughs> like, yeah. what's their choice. And, um, it was super interesting because the, all of a sudden things that like, I would have never ever in a million years th- thought of spending like 25 minutes in the kitchen making anything because that's just not my like how I roll yeah. is like it was actually kind of fun. And then like the boys were like, mom, this is good. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, you know, I actually I'm a huge fan of the mailboxes. Like some of them can be really complicated. Like we, yeah. I've done Blue Apron more than once, and it's very, it's too complicated for me. Yeah, I've, I'm I've not had a master chef. With them. Yeah, and but like, like I've done. I, I, there are some that I've done that I'm really, really into, and like, it's just nice because for me, I don't want to think about what I'm cooking. I don't, I don't mind cooking. I just don't want to think about it first. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I don't want to plan dinner and I don't want to come up with what we're going to have and making it balanced. And is everyone going to like it and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just want dinner. Like, yeah. Now, what was interesting is, of course, it comes with the recipe book. So we just I kept tearing out the ones that we liked. Mm -hmm. And then when we went on vacation this summer, um, I just took that stack. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. So then when I went to, to like shop at, you know, shop at the grocery store and stuff like that, once we got to our destination, all I was buying was the stuff for those meals. And then it felt like kind of like a vacation even well. And at that point, the restaurants were kind of wonky because of the pandemic. So it was really kind of cool. And, you know, like when you're on vacation or when you're in the middle of a pandemic, you have extra time to spend on that kind of thing. So it was kind of a cool thing to, you know, to learn. And I learned how to cook a little bit, which is neat. That's what's been so interesting to me about this time is the stuff that I've had a little bit of extra time to learn. Yeah. Has been really interesting. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I grew a TikTok. I have 750,000 followers. Which is insanity. Guys, we can talk about that at some point. Yeah. But like. That's what I've done. I mean, like I, I literally, like I, like I now know how to read tarot cards and like, like all that stuff. Like, okay, I, so the next, po- the next podcast episode, we are going to dive into spirituality and all things tarot cards because I have, I don't know, a million questions. That's totally <laughs> fair, but I like I'm all about the tarot cards now. I actually think that they are a great way. To like look at like like outlook on your life, like oh, this is what's coming. I think that's it's been really interesting. So I think I think they give you a roadmap. Is how you feel, and I don't and I don't know that I would say that like it's not like a like a this is you know like I can predict the future, right? But it's like just interesting to have like an idea and like I, I'm I'm feeling very spiritual. I've decided that when the when everything's over. And we're like freely traveling again. 
that I want to travel to like all of like the energy vortexes in the Ooh, United States. I like that. Because I'm all for traveling. I love traveling. And yeah. what a great excuse to just go see a lot of cool places. So I need, I have more questions. So I'm going to leave that as an open loop. Yeah, we're going to talk about energy. The next episode is going to be all things spirituality um, energy centers in the United States, which I don't even know what that means. So that's why I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, I feel like we're going to need to bring some some like singing bowls and some like chimes to the next one. I've been meditating a little bit. Does that count? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Meditation, manifestation, all of this stuff. We're into it now. Oh, I totally, I have so many manifestation stories. It's not even funny. And I'm not any, I'm not woo woo at all. (laughs) I have the best manifestation story for next time. Okay. Okay. So let's end this so that we can start the next one. (laughs) Okay. And we love you guys. And next time, let me just say manifestation and frogs. Ooh. And you you don't even like frogs. frogs. (laughs) You know how I feel about frogs. Okay. So instead of frogs, let's manifest some reviews of this podcast. Ooh. Ooh. I manifest (laughs) that we are going to get a lot of reviews on this podcast. And I, we really I appreciate those of positive. you who took that as a hint, hint. <laughs> but those of you who leave a, leave a positive, we actually appreciate you more. Yeah, we do. We do love you a little bit is more it, than those. Is, is, it, is it like stars? They leave stars? You can okay. leave stars. Okay. So the good thing is leaving stars is great. But if you leave actual words in addition to the stars, that's even better. So, so stars um, and words. Stars plus positive, words. The positive, the better. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars and so, and at least five words. How's that? (laughs) Five stars, five words. And don't forget to use an emoji. Oh, I don't even know they have emojis over there, but they should. If if they do have emojis, use one. If they don't, just write out the emoji with. They're just boring. Just write it. Just write Just iTunes boringness. (laughs) I'm really going to like this because it's going to be like, blah, 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 flamingo. Yeah, Flamingo. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see those. I'm pretty excited about this. This has been super fun. We will see you next time. Bye, Bye, guys.